Welcome to a powerful encounter with the Word of God, brought to you by Eastwood Annabelle. Somebody said, ladies and gentlemen, lend me your ears. But today, I want you to really lend me your ears. We are talking about sorcery or sorceress in the house. The fact that we have witches and wizards in our houses. Because when I say the sorcery, the, that word sorcery looks very big. So you may not understand, but I'm talking about witches and wizards. I'm talking about people that kill. I'm talking about those that suck blood. I'm talking about people that use magic. I'm talking about people who will kill you and be the first to cry at your funeral. I'm talking about people who manipulate you. I'm talking about people for whose reason you don't have money. People for whose, for whose reason, the, the reason for which you don't have money. Human beings, the reason for which you are not married. Human beings, the reason for which you don't have children. People for whose, the reason for which your children all behave like mad people. Chil people for whose, for the reason, the reason for which your children are promiscuous. They are immoral. They cannot settle down in any relationship. Oh, there are people in your house for the, the sake of which you can pray because they are sitting on you. They are doing things to you you have no idea. I'm talking about people in your house. Some of them, I'm sure that if you, God came to you, even if God appeared to you physically and told you that this person is a witch or a wizard, you won't believe it. But today I will attempt to see if I can help you to at least locate one or two witches and sorcerers. But here is a man called Peter. Peter goes to um, Samaria and there is a man who during the revival appeared to have been converted. I don't know why Philip never rebuked him. I think Philip belongs to the modern day pastor. I mean the pastors who as soon as somebody recites the Lord's prayer and says I'm born again, says I've given my life to Jesus, the modern day pastor says it's okay, he's born again. So here is a man called Philip, um, Simon the sorcerer. So his name is Simon the sorcerer. The man says, I'm born again. The Bible said, and Simon also believed and he was baptized. But the Bible calls him a magician. It said in Acts chapter 8 and the verse number 9, that but there was a certain man there who was a sorcerer. He said, he was a sorcerer and he used sorcery to bewitch the people. The word sorcerer means he was a, practice, a practitioner of magic. So he practiced magic. He was a magician and he bewitched the people. That means he made the people to be beside themselves. Magic means, sorry, to bewitch somebody means to be beside yourself. It means to be thrown out of position, thrown out of position. So there are human beings whose lives are thrown out of position. The people are not themselves. You can see that what they are doing, they are not themselves. So you know what? 
we brought the wealth into the church. And the wealth is killing us right in the church. And that's because when we bring the wealth into the church, the witches, they feed on the world. So they are working in our weddings. Look at our marriages. No, let me stay on the weddings a little. Go to the weddings and look at the dresses. Sometimes you can't even look at the bride on the chest. They've kept the whole thing to about here. Daytime, oh, chia chia. Omu chia chia. We say hello, we say amen. Immorality. They, they, they bring it and they kneel in front of the pastor to pray for them during the wedding. When you lay hands on them, you cannot bless them looking down. You must bless them looking onto the hills from when come at your help. Your help comes from God. Or by kneels in front of you, think this is fufu in dish. And they say, ah, that's the new side. That is not the new style. That is the new way to hell. the spirit of Balaam and, and that Jezebelism. No, they go to church. Women will go to church and the dress is up to here. All this is witchcraft too. Oh, but worship. Oh, 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 victory belongs to Jesus. And the lady's name is um, Asana. As soon as she passes in front of you, victory belongs to Asana. Virginia confusion. Come on, anybody clapping? God has delivered you from a witch. Listen, I believe in dressing and looking nice, but I believe that beyond a certain threshold, it is worldliness and it is witchcraft. Am I teaching anything? They taught the people of God to fornicate. And let me tell you these people. When it comes to fornication, the fornication of men is in their eyes. The Bible, Peter talks about men whose eyes are full of adultery. Now, the, the trouble about women is, the woman is tempted by other things, not eyes. But men, the thing is in their eyes. So, when you tell a woman that, the way you do this and the way you do that and the way you do that, you are causing temptation and you are causing a problem. They'll tell you, no, it's not a problem for me. But are you a man? You are a woman, and somebody's telling you that this thing creates problems for men. I'm praying that God will deliver you. Let me announce to you, there is a spirit of Balaam in the church. And that spirit of Balaam, and the spirit of Jezebelism, and the spirit of witchcraft and sorcery, they are the same. You know what? When witches want to kill you, and wizards want to kill you, first of all, they make you immoral. When they make you immoral, and they separate between you and God, then they can curse you and kill you. So Balaam wanted to curse the children of Israel, and it wasn't working. And when he realized that cursing them was not working, then he made them practice idolatry. So they started doing idolatry. And then he also taught them to do fornication. And they started marrying strange women. When they started all that, then he had the chance. He believed that by making them do the idolatry and practice the fornication, he would then get the opportunity to curse them. So when the, the spirit of Balaam is working in our churches, that is what he does. It brings in all the idol worship. It brings in all the fornication. And before you realize, then it brings in intermarriages. 
And then some of you will marry all kinds of people. You will marry all kinds of things. You know, some of you will end up marrying the man that will bring you down. Some of you will end up marrying the woman that will bring you down. Some of you that will marry a man that will take your spiritual destiny and legacy away from you. Some of you will marry a woman who will finish you completely. You will never rise again. I'm just praying for somebody. I'm, I'm just believing God. I don't know who it is. That there may be somebody under the sound of my voice. The marriage you want to enter is wrong. That is why it's so difficult. And God is showing you everything to come out you are still in the fornication you are still in the adultery you are still there fighting you are still fasting and believing god fasting to who believing with god praying to with god this relationship you are dealing with is an immoral relationship and god is not in it god is not in it god is not, god is not. so this is the church in pegamos Balaam's spirit was there and there can be Balaam in your house. Apart from that, Jesus Christ speaking says that it is not everybody who is working for God who belongs to him. Some people work for God but they don't belong to him. I'll give you an example. How many of you work for the government? How many of you work for the government? Lift up your hands. You work for the government. Okay. Now, you are working for the government. How many of you know if you are working for the government, you are working for President Nana Dankwa Ekufuadu? Lift up your hand. You are working for him. Yeah, if you are working for the government, that is the way. But you see, you are working for him, but it is not all of you who belong to his political party. In the same way, God, you can be working for God, but you don't belong to him. You can be working for God, but you don't belong to him. Listen, you, you, you can preach for him, but you don't belong to him. And the deception about it is that when you are preaching for him, the anointing will be strong, the power of God will be there, the anointing will be there and everything, and you will see the influence of the Holy Ghost. And sometimes you will think you are the one God is using, but it's not you that God is using. God is just using his word. <laughs> God is using his word, it's not you. He will never deny his word. So you are standing there, you are preaching, and it is his word, and the Bible said God is confirming his word with signs and wonders falling. So it is the word God is confirming. God is not confirming you. As for you, he doesn't know you. So the Bible said in Matthew chapter 7, on the last day, Jesus said, and it is not everyone that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, that shall enter into the kingdom of heaven. But see, the surprising thing is that Peter also, Paul also comes out and says, nobody can say Jesus is Lord except he has the spirit of God. So when Jesus, now, nobody can say Jesus is Lord except the spirit of God. Now, Jesus is also saying, it is not everyone that said to me, Lord, Lord, that shall enter the kingdom of heaven. What does it mean? What it means is that it is not a matter of pronouncing Lord. It is the spirit with whom you say the Lord. What spirit are you carrying? So we can all be here singing the same song, dancing to the same song, singing the same hymns, reading the same Bible, and some are candidates of hell. Today, I'm praying, may the Lord deliver you from destruction. Anybody that can clap your hands, something is happening to you. 
it is not everybody that says lord lord that shall enter the kingdom and when we come to church every one of us is busy shouting lord 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 everybody lord jesus victory belongs to jesus victory belongs to him victory belongs to him all of us are singing it but it is not everybody that belongs to him it is not everyone who says lord lord that shall enter into the kingdom of heaven but he that doeth the will of my father which is in heaven important the one that does the will of my father which is in heaven verse 23 many will say to me in that day hey edanu edanu eba many will say to me on that day lord and they will not even stop they will add another lord have we not prophesied in your name hey pastor mike and I face Jesus and he's addressing me and I know what Rosemont will be expecting I know what my wife will be expecting my wife will be saying oh she'll be expecting that oh there is Kenneth Hagin here is Ora Roberts He's, she will be expecting that look this would join them that's what she will be expecting I have a friend who is a Muslim he's, he's a professor he's a professor but he's a Muslim and um, he told me something he said reverend I'm sure if you were alive in the days of the Bible they would have added you to all this Isaiah and Amos and co he said because the way you look you, you, you behave like one of these old old prophets professor Moro that's what he thinks they would have added it to all these people so that is human expectation can you imagine i stand in front of jesus and he's looking at me and saying oh it's what you were not correct mommy may even faint in heaven she would just go leap hey! Now I'm caught to surprise me a befre ambulance above heaven. Ambulance ebe swao in heaven. Yes, I don't know yes, I quite were fainting. You yourself will not faint because you knew yourself and you knew you were fake. But it is the people around you who may faint. No, no, no. I mean, if I appear in heaven, what are you expecting? Condemnation. Or the day of judgment when I appear, you just be oh this papa I mean that oh, that is no contest. The man is yes, and then Jesus says, hey, "Stop here." He doesn't even say pastor. We say hey. You are likely to ask Jesus now. Why no friend here no? Only me say senior pastor no senior pastorate or say senior pastorate my foot my finger. Jeremy, hey bright. And I do the line, so I did. Obviously, I could be disco and a nightclub. You misbehave. We are misbehaving, Ankasa. Oh, I'm going to go to the house. And also, or yours, now when you're happier, now we're here, no, you're good in China, now I'll go for four. Say, say, you're in my, you're in my, it's a shit. 
and don't pay no one will go now for no one will go now for I keep telling people if you think this this wife is not good or that husband is not good and you love them and you are going to marry another person how do you know that one will be good so by the time you realize you have married about three four times and people are changing their wives like the baton of a relay oh Jesus why do you want to leave your wife and grandma? Why, why, why do you want to marry a second-hand husband? Or second-hand wife? Something somebody has held before. And handled before. If it is because of death that the person was lost. And you are now going to marry the person. That one quite down. But I'm telling you, as for a wife another person didn't want. Or a husband another person didn't want. You want to be very careful. Because why did somebody else reject that man and you want? Is there something you don't know? So he said, We prophesied in your name. Lord, we prophesied in your name. We were praying in your name. And in your name, we cast out devils. One day I asked the Lord, I said, Now, so Lord, if somebody's not correct, why does he cast out devils and they go? And the Lord told me, When they cast out the devils, the devils go because the devil will leave. Later on, they will enter the person. But they want to deceive the preacher that they have left. So that though the preacher is not correct, because he's casting out devils and they are going, he will think he's correct. And listen, even when it comes to prophecy, when it comes to preaching, the devil can mingle your utterance. He can mingle your sight. He can do things with you and you will think God is in it, but God is not in it. Who told you that it is only God who predicts the future? The devil predicts the future. Who told you that it is only God who knows secret things and dark secrets? The devil also knows them. And I'm praying that God will show you the difference. And he said, and we have done many wonderful works in your name. Verse 23. And then I will profess to them, I never knew you. Depart from me. You that work iniquity. Let me show you this. Let me show you this. Let me show you. The safest thing in your Christianity. Don't work iniquity. Don't work iniquity. It is better for you not to sing than to sing and work iniquity. It is better for you not to preach than to preach and work iniquity. It is better for you not to prophesy than to prophesy and work iniquity. It is better for you not to pray than to pray and work iniquity. Listen to me. It is better to work righteousness and do nothing else in the kingdom. If it means just staying in the church, sit in your chair, you are not a preacher, you are not a prayer warrior, you are not a singer, you are not a pastor, you are not an evangelist. All you do is sit in the chair, but you are righteous. That is better than doing all these other things and remaining a sinner. So, whilst you were doing all those things, I never knew you. So, with what power were they doing it? They were just copying. They were just copying. And it was not they. Now, the thing about the mimicking spirit is that I'm talking about the mimicking spirit. And the mimicking spirit, it is not the human being that is mimicking. It is the spirit that is mimicking. You are only opening your mouth and speaking. But there is a spirit that is speaking. The mimicking spirit. So the spirit is behind the thing and the spirit is talking. 
The spirit is the one doing the talking. So the spirit is copying everything. Now, let me tell you. For example, if your house number is 8333, there are demons that know that your house is 8333. And those demons can tell a messenger of Satan to tell you that your house number is 8333. So the fact that you are told that your house number is 8333 doesn't mean the thing is coming from God. It doesn't mean it's coming from God. So there can be sorcery in the house. But you and I, tonight, our assignment is to mesmerize the mimicking spirit. Everybody say mesmerizing the mimicking spirit. Now, how do we mesmerize the mimicking spirit? Now, we mesmerize the mimicking spirit. The word to mesmerize, that word means to captivate. It means to deaden. It means to grip. We must use the power of God to mesmerize every mimicking spirit. We must use the power of God to mesmerize every mimicking spirit. We must use the power of God to mesmerize the spirit. We, we have to use the power of God to mesmerize it. And how do we do that? Here is Peter, and Peter is saying that your money perish with you because you thought that the gift of God may be purchased with money. Your money perish with you. I want to show you how to mesmerize that mimicking spirit. Number one is discern. You must discern. You must discern. Discerning is the first thing. Discern. The church cannot defeat the mimicking spirit without the supernatural gift of discerning of spirits. We must discern the spirits. Now, when we talk about discerning of spirits, we are talking about differentiation of spirits. Differentiation of spirits. When you look at it and you can tell that this one is the devil. This one is a human spirit. And this one is the Holy Ghost. Now, discerning of spirits... You, 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 you divide spirits in three, into three categories. Number one, the spirit of God. Number two, the spirit of Satan and demons. And then number three, the human spirit. So there are times when some spiritual thing is going on and it is the human spirit that is manifesting. Sometimes it's the spirit of the devil that is manifesting. And at times it is the spirit of Satan that is manifesting. And the, 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 to deal with the mimicking spirit, you must have the capacity to discern. I won't go too much into discerning because um, I'll be talking the whole night about discerning and we will not finish. But Peter was speaking to, um, what is the name of that man? Um, Simon Magus. And he said, Simon, your money perish with you. And then he said in the verse number 23, 22, repent therefore of this thy wickedness. Now, so he managed to know that the man looked like he was looking for an anointing, but there was wickedness in him. Oh, Jesus. There are people that come to you for spiritual help, but there is wickedness in them. It is not everything you pray for. So the Bible said, there is a sin that is not unto death. Pray for that one. But the sin that is unto death, don't pray for that one. Listen to me. There are some people who are witches and when it's time for them to go, it is time for them to go. And if you mess up, you'll be exchanged for them. There are people you must look at them straight in the face and tell them, I'm not praying for you. God said, I shouldn't touch this one. One day, King Saul, Saul was misbehaving and Samuel kept praying, 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 praying for Saul. One day, God told him, don't pray for Saul. Stop it. 
You want to descend. You want to smell your atmosphere. You want to sniff around. God has to speak to you. He said, repent of this wickedness. The man is only saying, give me this anointing so that on whom I lay hands also, that person to receive the anointing. How is there wickedness in this? You and me would have thought it was an impartation. But Peter knew that it was not impartation. It was wickedness. Wickedness. And he said, and pray, if perhaps the thought of your heart will be forgiven you. Your heart is evil. Go to the verse number 23. I perceive that thou art in a call of bitterness. I can see you are bitter. You are angry. There is something in you. Some people are full of bitterness and anger. They sit in a system. There's something wrong with them. There's nothing right with them. They think the church must be like their house. You see, that is your house and that is the way you kept it. Just keep it to yourself. When you come here, this is the house of God. God will do it the way he wants to do it. I'm not talking to somebody at all. God will do it the way he wants to do it. In a girl of bitterness and anger and he said you are in a bond of iniquity now the question i'm asking is so didn't philip know all this because this guy was with philip before peter came oh god deliver we the pastors from blindness deliver us from blindness because sometimes some of the people that are walking around us is the full of bitterness and anger and gall of bitterness and bond of iniquity and wickedness is in them and they are just around the pastor and you can see I can't listen I don't think Simon Magus was far from Philip that is why he saw that through the laying on of hands the Holy Ghost was given probably he was an armor bearer and I'm sure when, Philip, when Peter came, I'm sure Philip will go and present um, Simon Magus as one of his trophies of evangelism. A man of God, look, this man is called Simon Magus. He was the chief, um, he was the chief um, magician here. And I led him to Christ and I baptized him. And the man is a real man of God. I'm now bringing him here and so on and so forth. And I'm sure Peter just looked at him and said, oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. Well done, sir. Well done, sir. Thank you for coming into the kingdom. But this man came into the kingdom and he had the wrong spirit. The man was false. He was fake. Listen. Some people can carry the spirit of magic. The man believed he was born again, but the spirit was in him. Listen to me. People can be womanizers in the world. When they come into the church, the thing is still in them. If you mess around with them as a lady, they will sleep with you right now. Because you see, that, that thing is in their flesh. Their spirit is born again, but the witchcraft most of the time is in the realm of the soul. And they have not offloaded it. They are supposed to be born again. They are supposed to be renewed by the transforming. They are supposed to be transformed by the renewing of their mind. And they are supposed to change from glory to glory for the image of God to be perfected in them. But they have refused to grow and they are sitting in the kingdom. And they are not delivered. Oh, Sam Aminu, she's born again. But... Some two are in the world, they are thieves. 
They get converted. They come into the church. It doesn't mean that the stealing has left. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. All things are passed away. By grace, all things are passed away. He's a new creature. By grace. But it doesn't mean he has stopped stealing. If they have stopped stealing, if being born again means they have stopped stealing, Paul will not write to the Ephesians after years of being born again and say, let him that stole steal no more. If they had stopped stealing automatically, why would Paul still write and say, now the works of the flesh are manifest, which are these. If the works of the flesh just drop because you are born again, why is Paul still talking about the works of the flesh? Listen to me. There were people who were witches in the world. They are born again, but the witchcraft is still there. They were fornicators. The spirit is still there. They are thieves. The spirit is still there. They are liars. The spirit is still there. And they must keep repenting and keep repenting and keep studying the word and keep fasting and keep removing that thing. And whilst they are cleansing themselves, wear your face mask. Descending of spirits. No, you have to descend. You, you have to pick it. And there are witches in our, listen, there are people who are sent into our churches to kill. No, they are sent into our churches to kill. Some of you are going into wrong things. You are doing business with wrong people. He said, I can, now we cannot defeat the mimicking spirit without discernment. You see, it's not easy to detect counterfeit money. In the same way, you will find it difficult to detect false brethren. False brethren, people that are not correct, and they walk among us, and they look like us, they talk like us, they preach like us, they behave like us, and then these days, they have anointing oil like everybody. I believe you've been blessed by this message. For further information, please visit www.eastwoodanaba.com. God bless you richly.